Earlier on, we did ask you if you feel there is a need to get married based on your own life experience or just from what you've seen, or you think one is better off just dating for as long as you can with no marriage um, as a thing. Well, we're asking this question because life partners and spousal maintenance is a real thing. There's currently a case in the Western Cape High Court in which a woman is claiming spousal maintenance from her ex, who she says was uh, her life partner for nine years before they broke up. And uh, it's become a whole thing now. So what does the law currently say about uh, life partnerships? And what actually constitutes a life partner? Well, we're joined now on the line by Gideon Hubert, who's a family law expert and senior lecturer at the University of Venda. Good morning and thank you for your time. Good morning and thank you for having me. What is a life partner? And is it something you say on day one? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, no, life partnerships are a very common phenomenon in our country and and all over the world. Uh, Life partners, uh, well, they are generally uh, categorized into two possibilities, heterosexual life partners and same-sex life partnerships. Um, I think the case that we are referring to now is dealing with what we call a heterosexual life partnership. Mm. So that would typically be a, a man meeting a woman and they fall in love and then they end up cohabiting, they're staying together and they're pooling their resources so they end up just uh, what we call in a permanent life partnership. 100%. Gideon Kutso here. So I've been in a, a relationship for five, almost six years now and I've always wondered how our life partners currently recognized in the South African law. Kutu, um, that's a very good question. Um, you see, uh, life partnerships are not generally recognized by our common law uh, however, we do have um, some remnants from the engagement that if you have been engaged to a party and your your uh, your, your partner you know terminated the engagement without a good reason, then you could sue that partner. Obviously, that's not a very good uh, route to follow, but you could claim for damages. Sure. Because usually, what happens, Kuto, is that uh, life partnerships, uh, the woman is usually the vulnerable party in it, mm. and in South Africa especially, you know, so you find. A woman will sacrifice her, her, her livelihood. She would move in with a man. She would not have a property. She would have forsaken maybe a job. And then after a few years, uh, you know, they fall out of love or unfortunately they separate. And then usually the woman is, as a vulnerable party, is left outside in the cold. Mm. And, and because of that, our law has become more sensitive. And uh, especially with uh, our human rights, we have become more uh, inclined to be sympathetic to those kinds of partners that end in a life partnership where they feel at the end they're aggrieved because they have committed themselves so so much into it and now they are going to leave without anything. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so presently in our country, uh, there's not a legislative provision for life partnerships yet. There is what is called a domestic partnership bill that has been on the on the card since 2008 that will provide for a domestic partnership uh, benefit right. to such a party. But however, our courts have been sympathetic and we have had several court cases that deal with um, the determination of life partnership and then giving benefits to the life partner. Mm. Now, there are two categories that we should just quickly distinguish here. The one is mm. if you've been in a life partnership and your life partner passes on mm-hmm. or dies. Um, I think we had a very good case uh, recently in the Cape High Court incident, also of Bonwa, this is the master of the High Court, mm-hmm. Uh, where there were benefits then given to the life partner in terms mm. of the Interstate Succession Act and in terms of the maintenance of the Surviving Spouses Act, which was a really revolutionary development of our law wow. to provide, yes, uh, to provide for a non-married life partner after death. Mm. However, when you are looking at this situation where you are still alive yeah. and now you are separating, 
Um, in common, though, we have a development that is called the um, universal partnership. And in that sense, uh, what the, the, the courts will consider is they will look at whether you have committed your resources, your time, your efforts, and you have both contributed to this relationship to the extent that you both gained from it. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the measures that the court would then uh, look at and say, you know what, this relationship has been beneficial to both of you. You sure. both agreed to enter into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was voluntary, and no one was forced into it. And you have both added value to your relationship and even to accumulate wealth. But wow. again, unfortunately, in our country, Kuto, is oftentimes uh, the man in this relationship is the one uh, on whose name property might be registered. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or who will have the bank accounts and all that and all that. Yeah. So mm. we've had several of these court cases. Unfortunately, our Supreme Court of Appeal has been leading at the forefront where they have said, you know what, if you are in such a life partnership and it does unfortunately break up eventually, mm. you can go to the court and claim that it was a universal partnership. And that's such an important sure. thing because, uh, you know, in the end, Gideon, somebody, as, as you pointed out, might be feeling aggrieved and they feel mm-hmm. they have some sort of claim. And it's nice to know that there are avenues legally that one can take. Um, although I always say, you know, sometimes uh, rather let's try and resolve things. But I mean, look, there's somebody who's probably sitting there thinking, goodness me, uh, I'm going to proceed forward. So thanks for that clarity. And thanks for just bringing up to speed with where the laws are in South Africa. Yes. So just to you know, if I can just give you some two examples quickly. In 2012, there were two court cases by the Supreme Court of Appeal that both found in favor of the woman where the woman had lived with the, with the man. In the one, it was actually a, a number of 20 years. The couple had sure. been cohabiting for 20 years. And then when they separated, uh, they were even engaged at one point in time, never got married. And when they separated, the woman said, but what about me now? I'm yeah. not going to have anything. So she was awarded uh, one third of all the combined assets. Yeah, no, interesting example. And yeah, it's, it's examples that, that, that give clarity. Gideon, we're out of time, but I think we appreciate that very clear example of cases like that. Gideon Jubey is a family law expert and senior lecturer at the University of Venda. What are your thoughts on that one? Spousal maintenance and also the idea of getting married or just dating forever? Send it through on our WhatsApp line.